This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 7, Episode 7, Moment of Truth. And we don't have so much an announcement for this episode, uh, more a correction. A fan of the show, one na- uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Tom, commented on our Facebook uh, feed, uh, pointing out a slight mistake that we made when we were talking about the linguist fee in our previous words with the GM. In our explanation, we overlooked the fact that rules as written, the advantage gives the character uh, knowledge of all Thean languages, which would exclude anything outside of the continent of Thea. So like the Crescent Empire and Ifrit and, you know, like some of the weird before time languages like, you know, Sirneth perhaps. It's a small nuance in the rules as written, one that we didn't quite go into, uh, mostly because we kind of interpreted it as what we think is rules as intended. Uh, but he is right. Technically, uh, the the advantage really only limits you to Thayan languages, which is a way that you in a home game could just uh, avoid having to homebrew anything altogether and just say, nope, rules is written. You only know Thayan languages. Done. Uh, so thanks for uh, that input, Tom. Uh, your feedback has been phenomenal this series, but that's really the only thing we had to talk about before we move on into Words with the GM. Hi. Hello, GM. Hi. This Words with the GM Hi. is about Series 7, Episode 6, Priceless Discoveries. We've been using Words with the GM this series to highlight uh, a lot of different aspects of the really, really strong character creation options that 7C has. Um, we've, we talked a little bit about quirks and, and arcana and so on. Uh, and it's really just, there's all these little bits to a 7C character sheet that, uh, just really, really help shape who your character is and also what the campaign is going to be like. And, uh, one of those aspects that we want to talk about today is the secret societies. Yeah. Secret societies are, um, a really useful tool in a lot of ways during character creation. Um, Every character has the chance to, at character creation, choose to belong to a secret society, either one uh, focused in on their particular home country or one of the handful of ones that are worldwide. Um, And what I really like about secret societies is that they are sort of a unifying tool in the like diaspora of character creation. There's so many different things um, between backgrounds and advantages and magics and and everything uh, that uh, a player can take for their character that um, makes a character unique. Um, but uh, because there's only a handful of 
um, secret societies, they can really give the characters um, sort of like a unifying motivation um, and really help flesh out sort of like what a, a campaign might look like or how a few characters might interact with one another. For example, Mateo and Bastian are both part of the Explorer Society, which um, is sort of all about sort of the treasure hunting um, or the Indiana Jones ishness of 7C. Um, and so as a unifying feature, uh, it was really easy. Once 50% of the characters had the Explorer Society as their um, secret society, it was really easy to see kind of what direction the uh, campaign might head in. And add on top of that, the fact that Seth uh, based his character around the secret society known as the Seekers of the Word of Ecarilla, uh, which is kind of an offshoot of the Explorer Society, not quite affiliated with, but they partner up enough and they have they have similar enough goals that they really do work together a lot. They uh, are trying to search for like ancient runes uh, that tie their like mystical Futhark runic language to the language of the Sirneth. And so right then and there... You have three characters that are all about exploring and like tomb raiding and so on. And so it was like, cool, we're going to make that the main basis of the campaign. And in addition to being a really helpful tool for the GM, it's also, I think, a really great tool for people who have made a really cool character, but aren't really sure what their that character's motivation or um, goals are. The other really cool aspect of secret societies in this is the concept of favor. Oh yeah. Uh, when you pick your secret society, you start out with just two favor, which, you know, usually doesn't get you a whole lot, but favor is almost like a currency that you earn by doing things that this secret society likes. For instance, for the Explorer society, when you turn in cool ancient artifacts, like Mateo did in the previous session, you gain a certain amount of favor with the Explorer society. And you can cash that in later, uh, to get stuff back from them. Like maybe trade, you know, what information you learned for a very powerful magic item or, uh, uh some other things. I forget exactly what the, uh, Explorer Society payouts are, but the point is depending on what your secret society is, uh, there's a couple ways that you can spend your favor to like get cool things that are in line with that secret society. Uh, and one final thing is, uh, if you're a GM, but you aren't running a 7C campaign, this is one of those things that you can totally port into whatever system you're playing, building out like a favor system and also, uh, really fleshed out motivations for these seven organizations that your player characters might join in. Um, and that, that can be a really great basis for a campaign or just, uh, give a leg up to your players if you're starting your campaign from scratch. And finally, because I know you're all just really dying to know, Captain Hurl's secret society is the Brotherhood of the Coast, which, surprise, pirates. What? <laughs> uh, so now you know what everyone's secret society is uh, and how the and you can very easily see how our choices for what our secret societies are really, really like fed into uh, what like this campaign shaping out to be. Um, but uh I want to move on forward and ask you, Addie, what your favorite part was. So my favorite moment is actually something that's uh, 
very quiet. It's it's not like a huge funny moment. It's the old man and woman who live in the uh, Explorer Society house <laughs> um, and sort of keep out this outpost in Nikki Amara that that's really not that populated and and a. And I just love, I just love like imagining their interactions day in and day out um, as they, as they like catalog all of these discoveries that other people make. Um, and, and just these, this like nameless couple is just like my favorite. I love them so much. Yeah. They, they felt pretty good. I, li- I liked their bickering. I also really liked the way that he got down into the reliquary. It's like, here, have a seat. Hold on. Ka-chunk. That was so, that <laughs> felt so good for the, for the setting that felt very seven C. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. So that was my favorite part. Uh, just a feel good moment. What mm-hmm. was yours? Uh, well, mine kind of splits two ways, um, but it can be all summarized in the, uh, in the term essential NPCs. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are just joining our podcast, the reason our podcast is called essential NPCs is because we have reoccurring characters, uh, that, uh, we pull from previous, from the previous series and like retool them and, and remake them within certain systems. Uh, so for people who listen to all the different series and also for us as players and game runners, we get the fun little like treat of being like, Oh, I know who this character is, or at least I know like, you know what they're based on. Uh, and, uh, for this episode, we got not one, not two, but three essential NPCs just kind of slipped in there. <laughs> uh, when we went to the Caligula, there was Lockham and Grep. Uh, and then another one snuck in there at the very end, a very, strange rendition of an essential NPC, uh, in the, in the, uh, uh, in the idea of Welby, uh, <laughs> Welby being the first name of the warlord Galatus, uh, yeah. that, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, first time we met Welby, he was a tiny little halfling, tiny little Frenchman halfling in an airship who did live on a pirate airship. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So uh, uh, kudos to you, Addy, for slipping in those essential NPCs uh, last episode. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah. I was working hard on that one. <laughs> uh, but we just left Nikki Amara. We fi- we've finished our first chapter in this story. Uh, I think it's time we see where we're going next. So let's move on in and listen to Series 7, Episode 7, Moment of Truth. Enjoy. I am Bastion Corazon. I hail from the Castilian city of Odysseia, home of the duelist tournament known as the Festival of Swords. Watching swordmasters all over the world compete inspired me at a very young age to take up the blade. Once I was old enough, I joined the Explorer Society as a means to travel to Avalon and study under the masters of the Skaldas Klesa style. However, earning entry to the duelist guild was not enough for me. I have spent nearly two decades since traveling the world, testing my blade against masters and villains alike. Most recently, I have found myself aboard a pirate ship, accompanying a man I consider a brother, Goodbrand Strandbella, on his journey to Numa to uncover lost artifacts. One day I hope to truly master the way of this sword, unlock its secrets, and eventually settle down and found a duelist academy to teach a style of my own making. Until then, I will continue to travel the world and learn what I can the way I know best. Crossing blades with skilled duelists brave enough to face me. Good friend Strandavella, and it is very good to meet you. 
please don't be too alarmed from my appearance. I am a scald vala, a keeper of runes, a finder of lore, a protector of the legacy of Vestan Manavanyar. This may seem like a lofty title, but I promise modern Vestans appreciate far more the achievements of their fighters and their merchants. With the founder of a notable merchant's guild for a father and a mother whose dueling skills are renowned across Thea, I have quite a bit to live up to. Nothing made this more clear than my parents' obvious adoration of Bastian. Today I call him brother, but when my mother first took him into our home for training, I admit my jealousy of his easy demeanor and obvious skill with the weapon. It was this skill that cemented us as a team, working for our respective societies. For the first time, he has taken me away from my home country, on a path that may lead me to the fabled Thirteenth Rune, and with it, the immortality of my name. Ahoy, I am Captain Kirill Tikvintimovich, strongest man in there. <laughs> you believe? <laughs> Maybe strongest. Who is to say? My past is unimportant. Now, I am captain of the iceberg. She is a very good vessel, silent as the grave, and sturdy enough to sail in dangerous waters others won't follow. Excellent for smuggling. I make certain modifications myself after I steal her from Atabian Trading Company, not Kirill's biggest fans. About two years ago, I am finding Stowaway, uh, who is nephew of Vodachi Merchant Prince, a man who hires me to smuggle relics. The boy is young, but sharp as tattoo needle. He pays Kirill well to pocket artifacts he likes uh, before they are reaching uncle, and so we are in business. However, coin is not enough. Everyone I am allowed to sailing on the iceberg has their uses. <laughs> Matteo di Caligari, at your service. You may have heard of me. Certainly my uncle is a merchant prince of Odachi, but I am constructing a legacy of my own as a renowned archaeologist for the Explorer's Society. Ever since I was a boy, I have loved to watch my uncle's smugglers deliver ancient artifacts from all over the world. As I matured, I loved even more to skim a few off the top for my own personal study. At 13, my uncle took notice of my mental, if not material, acquisitiveness and sent me to University and Lyceum in Castile, from which I graduated in a prodigious two years, making only minimal enemies in the process. After the completion of my studies, instead of returning home on Capitano Kirill's vessel, I stowed away to sail straight to the source of my desires, the occult ruins of the mysterious Sirnet. By age 16, our mutually profitable arrangement brought us to Vestin Minavinyar, where the Explorer Society connected us with the duelist Bastian, the Vala Skald Gudbrand, and a lead that would change the course of our fates forever. The last time we left our heroes, they had just departed Nikiyamara after having traversed its uh, lost undercity uh, and finding the second sepulcher in their quest for um, the paired icons uh, and their promise of the truth. Uh, since they've left, Gutbrand and Matteo have uh, been working on 
a few things that they stole from the Bernoulli ship and one of its passengers, Amboiseau, trying to decrypt and decode uh, his diary and also a, a ledger of some kind. Uh, they reached the open waters and uh, headed eventually towards uh, Vodachi and the Caligari homeland where Matteo's uncle lives and rules. And it takes uh, a little a little less than a week um, before you arrive. So all of your wounds have been healed. You are fresh and rosy other than having eaten salt, salted cod and mint for the most part, the better part of a week. Put them together on a sandwich and it's not so bad. What are you talking about? I can't taste anything. Is it an effect of the poison? You don't taste anything? Well, I've never really enjoyed food, <laughs> but uh, I, you, you complain so much about this salted cod, it doesn't taste any better or worse than anything else I've ever had. But don't you get tired of eating the same thing day after day after day? I get tired of eating day after day after day. I wish I didn't have to do it. You truly are a strange young man. <laughs> and that's coming from somebody with half his head painted black. Oh, yes. Speaking of uh, strange things that you are just now learning. Uh, so the Caligari lands, they're a bit inland uh, off of a lake um, uh, inside uh, inland Vodachi, and in order to get there, we have to, I believe, pass by the city of Potenza. Um, this would normally not be a problem. This is a smuggling ship, after all. Uh, but you should be aware that Potenza is uh, it's Bernoulli territory, maybe even Bernoulli stronghold. The same Bernoullis whose ship we have uh, crippled? Oh, no. A much poorer, less influential Bernoulli family in Vodachi. Oh, good. Then we have nothing to worry about. <laughs> yes, of course, the, that same Bernoulli family. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous, good brand. Oh, okay. Well, I couldn't tell by your tone. You know, you, the Vodachi, use so sar sarcasm so regularly. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vodachi for no. Okay, I understand. I get your point. <laughs> and good friend goes back into his room and uh, is reading through the uh, the book of hymns, uh, Cerneth songs and hymns, uh, looking at the ice winds of odor and um, trying to find what the proper translation between Cerneth and Futark would be for this uh, for this rune. Uh, Capitano. Yeah. Uh, I have a few things I'd like to add into the. Um uh, or perhaps remove from the manifest and put into to the uh, smuggling um, panels underneath. Yes, the, yes. What is it this time? Uh, the mint plants, I think. This uh, is fair. They were not on uh, your uncle's manifest to begin yeah, with. As well as the Ephrian poppies and perhaps uh, Amboise's ledger and diary. It would be better if they were not found. On I am fine with this. Thank you. For a cost. Yes. Uh, what do you need, Capitano? Always coin. We have been away from port for some time. The crew is deserving of uh, recreation. Yes, I suppose that is fair. Uh, well, I happen to uh, get enough cuttings of those mint plants. Um, I am sure, uh, seeing that um, it appears that Bernoulli and Sotiera have a, a vice grip on the mint trade, that uh, my uncle would 
pay handsomely for one of these mint plants. Uh, I myself am cultivating a few of them in uh, my chambers right now, but I would be happy to give you one of them uh, and, uh, and the price it fetches at market. This should suffice. Thank you, Matteo. Bastian, what are you getting up to uh, as uh, Vodachi approaches? I'm probably sharpening my sword because I do not trust that these Bernoulis have not already been given the word of what we did to their sheep in uh, Numa. And I want to be prepared uh, in case they try to seek vengeance in any way. It's not an unreasonable assumption. Um, the, the iceberg is powerful and slow. Uh, certainly a clipper might uh, overtake you at some point. Um, or might have overtaken you at some point. Also, if we've had a week uh, uh, and Goodbrand, we, we've gotten as far as we can on the ledger and the diary, and Goodbrand is studying his book, I think I will put in some study on this amulet. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so you know that uh, your uncle has some texts that might be able to help you. The knowledge that you've uh, gleaned from it already, in addition to um, the miracle that you uh, witnessed when uh, the spirit attacked you in the undercity, um, you've gleaned that uh, this amulet at least has a measure of mystical protection of some kind. It is also absolutely of uh, Patnia Agraterra, the, the goddess of the hunt and warfare and wisdom. You're not, you're not entirely sure how to activate it, uh, though you absolutely did when you were in the Undercity. So you might, you, you make the assumption that, uh, it is in fact, um, just by wearing it, you've, uh, you can activate it passively. Captain Carroll, are you also, um, placing your items of note in, in, uh, your smuggling compartments or are you, um, carrying them? On your person, or uh, the coin I took from uh, the Undercity is on my person, um, but it is. I'm going to give it to the Merchant Prince as a show of faith. It is uh, longer than it should have been since I checked in. Great. Uh, so, uh, uh, in the time you expect, uh, Potenza and the mainland of Vodachi come into view. Um, in in just uh, an hour or so, you'll be able to um, pass into the customs lock that they have at the mouth of the the inlet. Mm, I hope the I hope it is not the usual guy at the port of call. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he is difficult, but uh, my hero point and patron Vincenzo Caligari usually have him pre-bribed for us. Well, <laughs> we're like a well-oiled machine by now. We've done this <laughs> dozens of times. I mean, I've done this maybe half a dozens of times, and you've done it forever. How long have you done this? Oh, look, land the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you come into port. A cursory inventory is taken. The um, correct... Customs are paid, and uh, you are quickly on your way to Lake Rosa. Uh, as they check out the ship, uh, whoever, is there somebody that, that walks down, like, the length of the ship just to kind of, like, knock on things and, and look into places? Yeah. 
Uh, as whoever is coming around with their clipboard, they um, open my door without knocking, and they uh, open it onto me sitting in the middle of my room uh, with four candles lit, uh, hunched over uh, uh, a couple of tomes in my chalkboard, and uh, with a, a scattering of bones out in front of me, <laughs> working furiously. And as soon as the door opens, I look up and I say, "Get out!" <laughs> Could they do? <laughs> and I go back to my work. Sure. What are you working on? Um, I'm working on uh, how to translate. Uh, the thing about runes is they're partially, uh, they have meaning in the word, but also in how you write it. Um, so I'm like checking out the serif and the bowl of each uh, uh, piece of font. And so I'm like translating the um, artistry of the Sirneth rune into the practicality of the vet of the futark got it and i'm trying to like make one rune to have on this slate so that when i want to try it out for the first time it's all ready great you'll have to excuse him he is the sheep wizard <laughs> i see uh Checks a check on the <laughs> <laughs> right next to the sheep wizard box. <laughs> uh, and uh, after this uh, quick and cursory and frightening inspection, uh, he departs and uh, the lock is opened and you can head on your way. Well, on to Lake Rosa and Caligari land. Uh, yeah, heading up the river is hard um and at some point uh you are forced to hitch up to a pull um which is a, a set of four donkeys uh pulling uh your boat literally up the river and uh of course mateo this is your home so you know the city well that's true. Yes. I I have I grew up here uh from age 1 to 12. <laughs> Before I went to university, left the nest. On the eastern shore of the lake uh, is a city that is the seat of the Caligari Prince. It is a bleak edifice of like gray and like a fortress looking um, sort of uh, area. And outside the walls, um, absolutely dwarfed are the, are, uh, many, uh, peasant markets and, um, farmers and just daily commerce for the most part. Um, there are carts and tents that, uh, Mateo could tell you even from a young age that he knew that these are things that are packed up every night, um, and either brought to the surrounding forests and or farms or the interior townhomes, uh, which are packed uh, chock-a-block. Um, the port is actually quite close to the city, um, though there are many a well-cannoned sloops uh, uh, patrolling the waters of Lake Rosa. The iceberg is a familiar sight, and um, there's no uh, interference as you go uh, stop uh, at uh, your normal mooring, um, and uh, you are uh, a cart pulls up uh, with no markings whatsoever, but um, a familiar face as um, you um, tie off and are ready to disembark and unload. I'm there with good brand, and I 
clear my throat and go, every time I visit Vodachi, I feel like I need a handkerchief in front of my nose at all times. I know, it's just ridiculous. It's as though it is impossible to get fresh air imported into this city. What are you guys talking about? The Vodachi uh, architecture and uh, societal structure. No, no, you were talking about the smell. Do you smell something? No, no, just look at this giant castle. It's uh, it's, uh, so utilitarian. Oh, no, I am I am talking about the smell. It is uh, Vodachi. It is unappetizing to visit in I certain don't... areas. The countryside is, is very beautiful, but the cities, they, they are too crammed. I, I don't smell anything. I suppose it is an acquired taste. I suppose. But about this architecture. <laughs> <laughs> I step back and let the two talk about that. <laughs> you said a familiar face? Jiro, good to see you. Oh, hi, Captain. <laughs> we have uh, we have a decent haul this time, including a whale blubber all the way from Vestin Manavanyar. All the way from Vestin Manavanyar? <laughs> yes, very far north. That's very... so... How'd you get it? Uh, we know some people. You know, smuggler tricks. We can't give away every detail. Wow. Even to you, Jero, even to you. Oh, Captain, that's so interesting. He looks at you expectantly. <laughs> uh, do you going to make introduction, Captain? Or oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I forgot. You have not uh, been on the run for one with me before. Giro, this is Bastian Corazon. Hi. At your service, I uh, take off my hat and shake his hand. Always a pleasure to meet a friend of the Captain's. He's great. <laughs> And this is Goodbrand Strandvella. My uh, brother. Are you... What? Uh, I grin and say, what? You do not see the family resemblance? Oh, yeah, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 sometimes I, my eyes aren't very good. No, Jiro, I'm, I'm No, I, I apologize. No, 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 no. Jiro, no, he's we, making a joke is what he's trying to tell you. We are you. not re- actually related. We, he is just a very close friend. Yes. Oh, you got me. <laughs> That's really wonderful. Are you from Vestimanavinyar as well? Oh, yes. Did my accent give it away? It did now. <laughs> <laughs> I clasp Jiro's hand and shake it. Is there anything I can help you guys with? I'm obviously helping the prince and... Yes, hello, Jiro. I... I, um... Uh, it's it's fine. There is n- no need for whatever this is. He's, he's he bows deeply in like a way that's very sort of awkward. <sighs> now, please, I, I am not n- nobility by any stretch of the imagination. Oh no, you're you're wonderful. Uh, well, when you put it that way. <laughs> Perhaps news of your discovery has reached your hometown? A discovery? <laughs> oh, perhaps uh, not. Uh, well, now I have to tell Jiro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I truncate uh, the news of my discovery as much as possible. Uh, while still maybe talking it up on this a little bit. <laughs> And you fought monsters? Well, uh, a ghost. That's so scary. And a few hundred skeletons. You're no big skele- deal. Do you think there are skeletons around here? Jiro, don't look now. 
but there is a skeleton inside you right now. Zero, <laughs> <gasps> oh. this is just basic anatomy. Come on, don't don't freak out too much now. Oh, oh, you got me again. <laughs> this, is just, this is just painful to watch. <laughs> uh, is this are we in a little a little boat or are, are we uh, this dock? is a, a like a long like dock with a with a pont like a free floating pontoon at the end. I'm going to do whatever I can to expedite the uh, unloading of the sheep <laughs> so that we may continue on. Oh, you don't have to help me. It's all right. Uh, my pleasure, Jiro. Please, I uh, and I, I try to help. <laughs> Thanks, Bastian. Uh, no problem. Uh, you guys unload. He's actually very spry for for what you would assume is an old man because of his gray mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell his age. It is uh, not as not as in- inscrutable as the captain, but uh, but yeah, he's a very. If you saw him on the street, you may not recognize him. For having forgotten what he looks like. <laughs> this is a very useful trait in Vedachi, I'm told. <laughs> it's true. I wish uh, I could get recognized less. Uh, yeah, so you uh, unload your wares, um, covered up with a tarp, and uh, Jiro uh, drives it off into the city. Bye, Captain. I'll see you later. <laughs> we will see you so- Is uh- Watch out for those skeletons. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, my God. I really don't think he understands. <laughs> Delightful young man. I don't, Arrivederci. I don't think there's much that Jiro understands, except for his love for the Capitan and uh, Mateo. Yes, and my uncle. Uh, let's move move on, yes? Where we have to, do we have to follow? Do we have to meet with your uncle? Uh, I actually don't know. Do you usually meet with... Uh, it is customary to check in, yes, uh, in case he has any special requests he uh, would not allow to be intercepted. I suppose he probably wants to see me as well. Well, I don't know if he wants to see me, but it would be improper for him not to see me. I wanted to talk to maybe one of his um, uh, appraisers, uh, not quite on the level, and see if uh, he knows what these weights are. Oh, yes. I had almost forgotten. Uh, I left them with Ulf, the uh, the purser. Uh, I'm sure he would allow you to. That's right. And I wanted to uh, give him the uh, other amulet <laughs> as a token. He often looks down upon my excursions with the Explorer Society because, well, I sometimes care about the historical significance behind the artifacts. He just <laughs> likes to put them in a big box in the forest. I just work here, man. <laughs> <laughs> a good man. I know this is your first time in, in Vodachi. Uh, since we have left Vestin, you seem to be a little more, uh, what's the word, uh, cautious about the, your trusting of people. You seem a little more uh, savvy in the way the world works. Uh, but uh, whatever you have learned in your travels so far, double it for Vodachi. Everything they, everything they do and say comes with a price. I've always heard uh, that the Vodachi are an untrustworthy people. I just thought that was your typical xenophobia. I mean, there are obviously, it is a stereotype, but it exists for a reason. Especially, it exists in, these, in the halls which we are about to be Walking, I see. In uh, the halls of a merchant prince is where those stereotypes are born. Ah, absolutely. I will be on my toes, as they say. Uh, good, good. And uh, uh, otherwise, uh, whatever you can uh, get from a from a merchant prince, they are very wealthy. Uh, perhaps there will be good food, good drink. 
good women, good men. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we will encounter all of those things. There's always, there's still good times to be had in Vodachi, and I give him an elbow. Oh, cool, Brand. Uh, Bastian, I was looking for you. Um, this diary in, we have got it into Coronian now. Now we just need someone who speaks Coronian. You were going to the Jennies, were you not? Of course. Well, when you get there, maybe you can find one who speaks Coronian for us? Certainly. Uh, I will take the diary uh, yeah. with me. Yeah, I give it to you guys. Are you are going to be accompanying me, I uh, uh, good brand, or are you going with him up to the uh, the merchant prince? Well, uh, tell me one thing: Are you um, planning on getting any information out of your uncle, or are you just going to pay him the typical respects? I don't know what information he has that I might be interested in. Mm, I have not given this too much thought, actually. I try not to think about my uncle as much as I can. Well, I understand. I only ask because I could be useful in that area, but uh, otherwise I could continue on with the Jennies and uh, try and figure out some of the secrets of this diary. Is there something you need from my uncle? No, not something personally, just something I'm trying. There's something I uh, need to try out, and uh, I would like to have a significant situation in which to do that. <laughs> so the merchant print is not plot against each other. Perhaps he has uh, info about the Bermulis, if they are still harboring uh, the icon we need. Ah, yes, that's true, of course. Have you been working on the new Galder? Uh, I, if, well, we'll see if it works, but yes, if it does, I will uh, have a new, uh, a new rune, a new futark, uh, which I can use for our travels. Oh, Mateo, uh, uh, Capitan, you would, it would be foolish not to take a good brand with you. His magic, uh, he uses sparingly, uh, but it is very powerful. Oh, absolutely. He's welcome. I am sure that the prince would like to meet. Of course. Well, I've never met a merchant prince before. So this will be he's a... never met a seven-foot-tall vest uh, <laughs> wizard, so... <laughs> this will be a story to tell my father, I am sure. He is a man who likes his exotics. Uh, once I am done uh, talking to the Jennies, uh, can I expect to be granted entry to the merchant prince's home? Oh, yes, of course. I will tell them to expect you. Thank you. Oh, I can visit my mother, I guess. <laughs> there is not an ounce of love in this entire there forsaken country. <laughs> I am almost certain Mama loves me. <laughs> this is a long silence. <laughs> It's depressing. <laughs> you usually feel them. We just wait. <laughs> so you guys head on into the city. Um, it is jammed, jam-packed with uh, townhomes. Um, uh, and the streets are confusing and certainly have been purposefully designed to be confusing or have been designed by a madman, one of the two, as uh, there is certainly no room for expansion inside the city walls. Um, every available spot has been, has been taken either by uh, byways or roads or uh, houses, and there is really not, not a piece of wasted space in the entire city. Watch your purses, friends. The stereotypes are true. Uh, yeah, so um, you, uh, it actually uh, makes it very easy uh, to get lost in the city, almost by design. Um, so it, if uh, 
Captain Kirill or Mateo is not leading you, it will take uh, a little while for you to um, find the Jenny's Hall. Uh, Kirill, do you know where it is? Yeah, I know where it is. Uh, you can just give me directions, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> that's not really how Vodachi this is, works. <laughs> this is why I avoid the cities in Vodachi as much as possible. It's like you could take a right where there is usually a red tent, depending on the day. I am not sure how the schedule right, is or if, if he got a new tent. Your best bet, find someone in a white cloak, but like a nice white cloak. Uh, if they have a badge, make sure it is real gold. If it is, uh, pay them, and they will show you wherever you need. If to the go. trim is red, turn back. Yes. Right oh away. my god. <laughs> Thank you, Matteo. That was close call. Oh, oh my God! Do you know that guy? Oh, this is this is the worst. He's the worst of the guys. His whole family. Too. They're all like that. Bastian, oh. maybe you had better just come with us. I'm rubbing my temples, uh, and I, I mean, is it far out of the way? Can you just draw me off? Yeah, I think we can do that's that. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> We're not in any hurry. We do that. <laughs> uh, See that that dude, that's him. That's the guy. Do, don't look, keep don't walk, do not keep make walking, no eye contact. Oh. <laughs> but he really looks like the worst guy. Uh, yeah, so they drop you off at the at the Jenny Hall. Have fun. I will. I almost called him dad. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been really embarrassing if I had done that. So, uh, Bastian, you uh, walk into the Jenny's Hall as normal. Uh, this one is styled very differently from the one at Numa, um, or in Numa, that you uh, most recently stayed in. Uh, instead, this is um, uh, covered in, like, rich red, like, velvet um, and sort of, a, like, a dark brown woods motif Um it's uh, unlike a, an, an unlike the openness of um, of the the Numa layout where everything is sort of like see through and breezy and ethereal. This is very much like cloistered and um, private. Um, uh, instead of a a hall uh, like a, a lounge, there's actually just a hall with a beautiful woman um, standing behind the desk. I will approach her. Uh, hello? Buongiorno. My name is Bastian Corazon, uh, and I will reach into, uh, into my things and pull out my, uh, my writ that shows that I am a friend of the Jennies, and I will show it to her. Uh, I require uh, the assistance of um, one of your more scholarly uh, Jennies, uh, specifically one who, whose native tongue is uh, Kironian. Uh, from the Sarmatian Commonwealth? Uh, but of course, anything for a friend. Uh, please, this way. And uh, she flows down the hall. Um, uh, her long, like, brown hair braided behind her. Um, she leads you um, up uh, through, like, a back hall uh, that doesn't look like it's supposed to be for... Um, visitors, and then up the back staircase um, to a small room entirely in green, um, with with still like the dark woods and the and like the rich textures. Um, there's a small desk, and uh, with a with a gilded chair, uh, and then also uh, a single bed. 
Okay. There's also a, a, a drapes over a window uh, and uh, slatted um, blinds um, over those. Because I do not have enemies that live too far away, I will look out the window just okay. to be sure. There's nobody suspicious that you see. All right. And I will wait for my company. Sure. Uh, it doesn't take very long. Buongiorno. Uh, a woman with striking blonde hair comes in, even though she's got the typical darker coloring of a, of a, a native Vodachi. Uh, I am Rosyuka. It is a pleasure to meet you. Please, please, have a seat. Uh, by all means, thank you. Uh, I sit alongside her, uh, and I produce the book. Um, what I, is this? This is a book uh, with uh, some message in the back that I would like you to help me translate. Is that it? Well, depends on how long it takes us to translate. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, she takes out... A tiny pair of pince-nez glasses and sets them on the the tip of her like aquiline nose uh, and uh, opens up the book uh, and uh, begins working and uh, she says well uh, this is not exactly Curionian but I can understand why they might have thought this well this is the reason I did not just ask for someone who spoke the language but someone with a keen mind who could help me solve this puzzle of course and it is in fact a puzzle um, it is a word problem as far as I can understand it it is um, it is telling you to take uh, two pieces Two pieces minus four, starting with door, every six minus three, and then it has something I don't understand. It's a word. It makes no sense to me. It is it is written in Curonian, but it is not. It makes no sense. Um, if you could write it out in the best way possible, uh is, is maybe it is a triple translation where it goes from uh, an, an old la- or a dead language to Curonian to common or something along those lines. Uh, my friends, they do know a lot of language. They just do not know Curonian. It is a difficult language and uh, not a common one. So I understand. Um, I am very impressed with their uh, translation. It makes more sense than I might have guessed. Um, I will write it for you in the best way I can. There is um, the the words, the part of the words. They, in Curonian, the words, they are all smooshed together. Uh, so it might mean you, you might take old man and instead it would be old man, uh, for uh, example. So it's it says um, fish... And then it says stoning, and then it says sky, which makes no sense. But that is the word: is fish stoning sky. I don't, I don't understand it. So, but uh, but it is the, it is the only part that does not make sense. I do not know. You say your friends are in fact very, very intelligent. So not nearly as intelligent as you are. Mm, you you flatter me, uh, and she blushes just a little. You're just sure. the, the perfect amount. Mm-hmm, just the perfect amount. The tr- the Jenny's trade is truly remarkable. 
I do not know if it is uh, an off translation from what they have t- taken it from. Um, I only know Numenari. I do not know Sirnat. Uh, but or it could be that it is like you say needing to be translated into another language. I will take this along to my friends. I, I thank you very much for helping us. Of course, of course. You have helped us very much in the past. Uh, so, though you have not been here, we have heard stories of you, Bastian Corazon. I, I smile and, and nod humbly. Uh, and um, I have just one more question for you. Uh, do you know the name Amboise Buzot? Yes. Would you mind enlightening me what you know of him? Well, a, a request was sent that uh, any, anyone who um, should come across him should uh, give the typical hospitality and then uh, report anything that they find. So um, that is what I have been doing. Uh, yes, that, I believe that request was put in through uh, from my friend. Uh, I'm, uh, is there anything you have heard in recent he has not had the chance to check in for a while uh i could pass on any information you have or any scrolls you have for him uh, i do know his name mateo de caligari uh we have been traveling together for some time now typically uh discretion is um is uh what we prefer but um it is no secret uh that he has been stranded in numa <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Uh, please go on. Uh, he has been stranded in Numa, and uh, word has reached um, uh, the Bernoulis of this, uh, and they are, um, of course, his patrons. So um, they are not pleased. He is on some kind of mission for them, and I am unsure what the what might be. Motet might be that they are um, looking for or doing, uh, but I do know that uh, there was quite a, a scandal uh, as um, the warlord king of uh, Niki Amara fell ill uh, and they were stranded there at the same time and uh, rumors surfaced, um, but nothing that... Uh, Nothing conclusive. Even we could not find anything. Our sisters there looked into it, but um, and they have a very good relationship with the the king. Um, but I, I do not know. Yes, I I share these suspicions uh, of the journeys in this regard. Uh, the uh, if you did not know already, uh, I do believe. Uh, oh, oh, the queen, uh, the queen of Lacadaman. Uh, may have been behind the plot that involved the poisoning. Uh, oh, well, this makes much much sense, of course. Uh, she is a very cunning young lady who was taught by us formerly, uh, mm. who then grew into her greatness on her own. The timing is, in fact, very suspicious because uh, I know for a fact that the Bernoulli sheep and uh, Amboise had come, had just come from Lacay de Man uh, when they arrived in Niki Amara, and then the warlord fell ill. Uh, so you can pass that along, and perhaps that can help these sisters uh, as they communicate with Lacay de Man, see if maybe there's something to go off of there. 
oh, we we no longer have a house in Lycidamon. It is a place that we have been, unfortunately, uh, ousted from. Ah. Well, then I... Uh, Which is not entirely the worst plan by the queen. It's fair. Uh, I'm glad I never had the misfortune of going there. You are fortunate, of course. Um, and, uh, of course, with that, I will stand up and uh, take her hand and stand her up, uh, taking the book and putting it back in my bag. And I will take her chin with one finger and pull her in for a gentle kiss and say, I have business to attend to. If I find myself in the city for longer than I expect, uh, I hope I get to see you again. The pleasure is, of course, all mine. And I give her a bow and uh, I leave the Jenny's Hall. So you guys get to uh, the palace of the Merchant <clears throat> Prince. Before we approach the gates, I speak to Captain Kirill and uh, and Matteo, and I uh, tell them it might be it might be helpful to you for what I am trying to do. If your uncle does not know that I can speak, uh, by will, will you be speaking in Vo- in Vodachi or Old Thain? Uh, for your benefit, of course, I will speak in Old Thain. In old land, and it would behoove him to know that, uh, to uh, not know that I know how to speak old Thane. Uh, so I will be, uh, I will be whatever the ship's wizard you're bringing me along, perhaps for luck. Uh, I am in the background, and I'll be maybe chanting a little bit just to uh, keep up the ruse. If you like, okay. What is this ruse? Uh, simply that I, uh, I am here to, uh, listen, or that simply that I'm, I'm not here to participate in the conversation, but in fact, I will actually be listening very intently. Ah, uh, uh, I see. Well, I'm sure my uncle will love you. As, uh, the Capitano said, he loves his exotics. I do take my business partnership seriously, though. Please, uh, try not to be too not- distracting. <laughs> It won't be over the top, simply for our entrance, perhaps it, uh, just for uh, for flavor, if you will. Oh, you will love this. <laughs> <coughs> so uh, as we approach the gates, uh, uh, Gudbrand is behind you both, and he's chanting a, a, just a quiet mantra to himself. In Vestin, he's going, Beast and blood, courage and storm, iron and light, spirit and star, stone and thunder, time and winter, beast and blood. <laughs> <laughs> Those have a nice rhythm, yes. It doesn't rhyme, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I like the words. Yeah, so uh, you enter the palace. Of course, you are not stopped at all. You're common, n- not so common, but um, known entities here. Matteo, you lived here as a small boy, so uh, it is somewhat of your childhood home. Though now your mother does live... Um, in her own apartments, um, close by. Okay. Yes, we go. Um, I don't. I don't know where he uh, keeps court nowadays, but uh, I am sure we can go and try to find him, find his steward, see where he is. <laughs> sure. Uh, he's always. Um, he's typically kept court um, in uh, in a large room where. Uh, at the end of it is his uh, is a is a heavy like oaken desk, custom made uh, with uh, many secret areas, <laughs> um, and 
but he is not there right now. Instead, he is probably in his private study, which is where he conducts most of his serious business. Well. Which his, uh, his uh, uh, um, partnership with the captain, he definitely considers. I know the way. What is our business if not serious? <laughs> Always, this is Vodachi. I am not convinced they have any other senses. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not taste and smell. <laughs> um, so do we, do we go straight to his office? Uh, unless you decide to head elsewhere, led by Mateo. No, no, we will just barge right in. Sure. He loves that. Um, uh, good friend will take the lead. Uh, he opens the doors gently. Chanting all the wild beast and blood, courage and storm, iron and light, spirit and star, beast and blood. <laughs> and uh, on the next time he gets around to uh, courage and storm, iron, he lifts up uh, his slate and says light and uh, swipes off the rune that's on there clean. <laughs> <laughs> so typically uh, when you um, invoke the runes of uh, your... Your Futhark, as you will. Um, you uh, have learned and honed these marks. Um, through intense study. Yes. Um, and you've come by this one through a similar study by uh, studying the, the book that you found in, in the sepulcher. And then also um, by consulting the bones and spending a serious amount of time like on the ritual. But um, you haven't actually learned it yet, um, for sure. This yeah. is you testing it out, correct? So this is uh, the final step in uh, knowing if if I'm right, this means that I understand the Futark, I can use the Galder properly. Uh, and if I'm wrong, uh, any number of magical things could or could not happen. <laughs> and they may or may not be in, in, any, in any way beneficial to us. Yeah, so uh so you uh do it, you swipe the you swipe the rune from the slate and uh for a second there's just a silence. Even though you're you've continued to chant. Uh there's no noise. Um and then there's a like a like a sucking sound, like a and uh that that's it. That, that seems, that's what seems to happen. And I end the final round of my chant and I tuck my slate away and then I um, fold my hands, put my uh, put my hood up, fold my hands and stand quietly in the corner. Okay. <laughs> uh, I enter. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Caligari, it is good to see. This is my new uh, companion, uh, good friend Strandvella. He is a, a mystic shaman from high in the mountains in uh, Western Menavanyar. Uh, and as you think about saying this is a, a mystic from the, the highlands of Vesta Menavanyar, uh, you're actually, you're, the words that come out of your mouth are the truth. What do you actually say? <laughs> uh. This is my new companion, good friend Stranvella. He is a very strange man who is uh, perhaps <laughs> too old to live at home with merchant parents <laughs> in Western Manavanyar. <laughs> good, good friend, 
Dupren doesn't react, but it's very clear that he is not trying to react. Uh, Gutbrand, it occurs to you immediately that your new rune is imperfect, and uh, the light that it's supposed to bring by making people tell the truth has bounced back right on you and your friends. Uh, so all of you feel compelled to be truthful. Do I know this? N- n- no. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mateo is still standing stunned uh, outside the threshold. He has not stepped in yet. The man behind the desk, the old man behind the desk, uh, chuckles loudly um, uh, at you, uh, at your thing. Well, we can't all be uh, pirates as uh, and uh, explore the world the way that we would like. Some of us have to stay home. I lived with my parents until they died. Come, come in, my friend. I am always a friend of the Vestin. Gudrun gives him a nod and embarrassedly shuffles back into the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's a shy one. I understand. Wait, is that Mateo? Mateo! Uh, in or out? Uh, yes. <laughs> Mateo steps in and closes the doors behind him. Yes, my uncle, it is good to see you. What do you actually say? <laughs> yes, my uncle, I am terrified to see you. <laughs> oh, don't be terrified, my young, my young, young nephew. You are a bright boy, and I am proud that you are, are finally able to... Uh, Express your feelings. Come, give your uncle a hug. Uh, Mateo's stunned at his own tongue for betraying him. (laughs) The one thing he thought he could trust. (laughs) To lie when he needed it. (laughs) Um, Because he gets off easy this time and kind of awkwardly waddles over to his uncle and kind of wraps his arms around him. Uh, Your uncle squeezes you tight. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Come, show me what you've brought me. Uh, Capitano, come, come, explain these things to me. Oh, yes, I uh, apologize for the delay of my return. Uh, We've been on many exciting adventures with secrets that I feel uncomfortable divulging. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do have, however, for you this. Uh, And they uh, pull out the coin from the ruins uh, and they give. Uh, This is for you as a show of good faith uh, from the ruins underneath the island of Nikiamara. Oh, the fabled Undercity. Yes, it's not a fable. It's real. And we went there and found lots of things. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am happy that you have brought me this lucky coin. I did not know it was lucky or I would not have given it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Come, come, my friends. What has gotten into you today? Explain these things to me. Which things do you need us to explain? Uh, there's literally a table of all the things that, uh, the tokens that have been brought, uh, to him. Oh, oh Jero made it here. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Um, yes, uh, uh, of course. Uh, here are some, uh, mint plants, which we stuck on, snuck onto the island of Nuama and stole from Queen Sotira. Here are some casks of whale blubber I cheated out of a successful emergent in Vista Manavia. <laughs> <laughs> and here is one of the Sirneth amulets that I own that I've had for a few years and I'm giving to you now. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. 
so his face goes from like a bright smile, kind of like enjoying the flavor of like sneaking mint plants <laughs> um, uh, to the, you know, and the, the lucky coin joke that he thought was so funny. Um, <laughs> then sort of like his face falling a little as you he hears about the whale blubber. And then literally his face goes like very stony when you tell him about the amulet that you've been keeping from him. What? You think I am funny? You think this is a joke? You I... seem angry, and I, Captain Kirill Tikvintimovich, fear for my life in this moment. <laughs> no, this is the farthest thing from a joke for me. I must be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I desire nothing more in this moment than to please you and appease you. And one of the things I most want to do is to give you this Sirneth artifact, which was very dear to me for many years because of the love I held it for its sentimental significance to me. I studied it. It caught my eye initially because I found it worthy of study. And having studied it to completion, as you once sent me away to do, I can now finally deliver unto you a full report of this uh, trinket's significance. The Sirneth found it to be of great beauty. (laughs) (laughs) Matteo is being very honest with you. The only reason he skims artifacts off the top of shipments I am smuggling to you these past two years is because he is so intent on learning more about them. (laughs) Good brand, I am going to literally murder you. (laughs) Good brand claps his hands above his head. Splays his uh, five fingers out as if in a, a praise gesture and says, We need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> in, Investing and uh, grabs Captain Kirill by the shoulder and pulls him out and gestures to uh, uh, Matteo at the same time. Prince uh, Caligariet has been one of the most displeasurable experiences of my life. <laughs> Come along. Uh, I beg your forgiveness, uh, my, my uncle. I... I, I, I am very sorry. Gudbrand comes back and grabs him by the collar and pulls him back as well. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you guys make it out of the palace. Just from the level of bewilderment that your uh, your uncle feels at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has ever spoken to him like that. Uh, good, Brent. Uh, what did I ask you to do before we went in to talk to uh, Prince Caligari? You told me to keep it toned down. <laughs> this is what Carol thinks he said. I thought it would work. I thought it would work. I swear to God, I thought it would work. I thought I had it right. I looked at the bowls. I looked at the, I looked at the serif. I thought it was right. Bastion, you find them on the steps of the palace. <laughs> what are you three waiting for me? Let's go inside. I have never been in so much pain in my entire life. What? Every word I tried to say got caught in my throat like a caltrop. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what has happened here? Uh, I told Matt- the truth. <laughs> well, that's 
not a bad thing in in, in objectively. What the fuck are you talking about, Bastian? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much truth did you tell? No, I'm going to be honest. It was a bad amount of truth. <laughs> Wait, Kubran, did something go wrong with your food arc? A little bit. Just a little bit. Wait, let me try something. No, everything went great. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so... So now you are able to lie. Oh, it, it appears to have worn off. Thank God it was temporary. <laughs> it's very possible that would not be the case. What did you say to the merchant prince? What did we not say to the merchant prince? <laughs> well, uh, I'm certainly going to have to go back at some point. We, I mean, we are here. You could go back in now. We play it off as best in joke. Matteo looks horrified. I am not sure how we play this off. First, maybe we go in read the room. (laughs) (laughs) I am out of gifts to give him. What if uh, we say your magic went wrong, which is the truth, but we say it went wrong in a different way? Yes. (laughs) We had to lie. Drove us temporarily crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We have been forced to lie outlandishly. Something along those lines? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I apologize. I say I am still studying. You translate for me. All right. We go back up. We try. <laughs> should I say? I feel like I should see this one out. Adding another to the mix is probably a good... A Please bad. come watch your brother. That's fair enough. <laughs> Gubran, I am sorry. <laughs> no, no. It is fair. That is totally fair. All right. I have it. <laughs> uh, we go back up. To the Merchant <laughs> Prince's office. Uh, it, your exit was so quick and your re-entry just as quick. <laughs> no one has had time to truly react. As in, in my shaking hands, I have, like, picked up a goblet of water on my way up, which I, like, drink the whole thing of and, like, put down on the table. My uncle, I apologize profusely for that display. My Vestin friend... Goodbrand drops to his knees. Uh, he's, uh, well, he is a studying um, Vala, and, well, they have, uh, they have many runes which they use, and I, I cannot for the life of me tell you why, but you may have heard the, of the Vestin, the legendary Vestin Berserker, uh, who goes crazy... With, with the wildest and most whirling of rages, apparently uh, he, he thought it was an opportune time to drive us with this wild frenzy. And we said, I don't even remember what, but I can't imagine it was any truth to any of it. I too was under this witch's spell. In my worst old thing, I say, I am sorry. We taught him how to say he's sorry. <laughs> it comes up a lot. Your uncle, the prince, uh, dabs like the corners of his mouth a little bit. You expect me to believe that he comes in here and he casts a spell for berserking attack me? You think that he wants to kill you want to kill me? I can assure you he does not want to kill you. 
<clears throat> the, the, these runes, they, they are sensitive. Even a misplaced serif can ruin everything <laughs> <laughs> and, and make a spell that you did not intend to happen happen. I don't know what kind of spell he meant. Uh, I, I, what was it? I ask in uh, Vestin. Uh, it, it was a spell for a blessing. It was meant to bless his office and his position. It was for good luck and for good fortune. He was blessing your business. He was trying to bless your business. And you can see how crazy growth of profit margins and, and the crazy uh, human frenzies are so closely related. You are my favorite nephew. So just this once, you get one. I send you away, and you will bring me back something of value to regain your honor. Kira will take you on his own time. (laughs) (laughs) Do not return either of you until you do me this honor, for you have dishonored me with this monster. Who is this? Uh, And he sort of lazily gesticulates to... uh, Towards Bastion. I turn around and realize Bastion is here, <laughs> uh, uh, which I had forgotten. I was like, ah, that is his brother. They are friends. They l- love each other. It's, it's a family. They are like family. They are, a fa- they are each other's family. I, I, <clears throat> I remove my hat uh, and uh, I give a bow. I say, my name is Bastion Corazon de Odysseus. Uh, I have been traveling with Capitan Kirill and uh, your uh, nephew for a short time. I am familiar with this Vara. Uh, I have been living in his home uh, for three years up in Vestin. Uh, I can assure you uh, this is all just a horrible, horrible mistake. He is plagued by bad luck. Uh, and uh, if I had arrived sooner, uh, I could have recommended against bringing him here. Uh, he does... Not know his place at times. I see you are a man of sense. You will go with them. Of course. It has been my duty to protect uh, your nephew for some time now. And I put my hat back on. This is much appreciated. So the Capitano and my nephew, they have brought me gifts. Do you know of these gifts? Uh, Just a paltry understanding, my lord. I am not a scholar. Just a duelist. Do you know what they've brought me? I look over at the table. Uh, this, this is what we have unloaded. Uh, this is what, the, what we had on the sheep. Whale blubber uh, and some Sirneth artifacts. How did you come across this uh, whale blubber? Oh, the whale blubber. We, we picked it up in Vestin uh, to transport down. To me? To you specifically? Yes, of course, my lord. Matteo, bring me something to restore our honor. Show me that you... Should bear the Caligari name. Yes, uh, of course, my uncle. Uh, I, I will return with something worthy. Is there anything else? The well blubber was very expensive. Per our arrangements, may I ask for coin? <laughs> you will be paid as you have been promised for the things you have brought me. But this next, next excursion, you pay for yourself. I will give you your wages that I always send, but any extras, Matteo will pay for. This is fair. You are a wise and wonderful patron. Thank you very much, Prince Caligari. Goodbye. 
<laughs> he waits for you to leave. Yes, I, I leave. I walk backward out of the room, like bowing as I go. I, uh, I help Goodbrand to his feet and uh, uh, putting my hand on the small of his back, I guide him out of the room. You successfully navigate your way out of the palace. Bastian, how did you do that? <laughs> how did I lie to him? You just talked to him and he loved you. Oh, I just told him what he wanted to hear. Yeah, I try to do that all the time, but it's <laughs> never what he wants to hear. Well, you have to have a certain deference when you talk to a man of that stature. But he likes you, and uh, and you are just so smooth and calm and uh, uh, in front of him? Oh, he's not a threat to me. What do you mean he's not a threat to you? He's a merchant prince of Odachi. There's no reason to fear a man that you can outsmart or outfight. I need to visit my mama. <laughs> <laughs> a good brand. I am sorry for what I said. No, you were right. No, I was not right. What I said was a lie to appease his father, his uncle. Well, well, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> and Goodbrand wanders off towards the Jenny Hall. Hopefully in that direction, he will find his way there eventually that night. <laughs> I'm, no, I am going to, uh, I'm going to follow Goodbrand. I, I mean, follow if you want. I'm not inviting you along. I understand that, but I'm going to come anyways. We will walk in silence. Uh, That's good. I like that. That's good silence. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you do. Matteo and Captain Kiro, what are you doing? Capitano, uh, I apparently the next expedition is coming out of my wallet. I need to speak to my mother, (laughs) perhaps. We sure have been through a lot together, haven't we? Are you afraid of your mother, Matteo? Not, not afraid of her. I just having. It's been a few years, maybe, since I have spoken to her, and now I'm coming back to ask for money. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am. Do you want every me to child sh- ever? <laughs> Are you wanting me to shake down your mother, Matteo? <laughs> no, Capitano. I think this is one I have to face alone. I will be nearby for moral support. Thank you. Thank you, Captain Carol. Your mother lives in apartments nearby, so uh, it is a very short walk. Uh, I turn that short walk into a long walk with my stride, and uh, I stand outside the door for a few minutes before knocking, eventually, and regretting it immediately, but what's done is done. (laughs) So uh, your mother answers the door. She's always been quaint like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she looks young and beautiful as ever. Healthy. And uh, the smile that lights up her face when she sees you is um, the look she always gives you when she, when she sees you. Matteo! Mama, it is good to see you. I did not know you were coming back. But you thought I would Thank leave? you for visiting. Yes. I have missed you so much. Yes, of course, I have missed you too. You, you thought I would leave forever? I have not heard from you in so long. I thought you left. Ah, uh, uh, Not unlike your papa. Oh, I, Mom, I am sorry. I, I never meant to, to abandon you. I never meant to, to leave for so long. I, please, may I come in? Of course, of <laughs> course, mi filho. Come in, come in. And I do. Uh, so so uh, these apartments are dressed with the same furniture that uh, you remember from your childhood um, before you left. They're beautiful, airy apartments on the small side for a, a woman of her 
stature, but she lives seemingly alone, um, probably with like a, a maid or two, um, or some kind of gentlewoman um, with her. But um, it's a, it's a nice. This seems nice. You you don't live in the palazzo anymore, though. Why not? Oh, it was too full of memories for me. Ah, uh, I, I see. Uh, well, of course, it is good to see you as always, but it appears I have angered Uncle. What happened? Uh, Do you want me to talk to him? No, I think this is one that I must solve myself. Although there is a way you could help me. Of course, anything. Well, you'll see. Do you want some wine? I will. I do you drink wine? I don't know. How old? You're sixteen, yes. I, yes, I am. I am sixteen now. And oh, yes, I, I'm a man already. Oh, I remember the day you were born. I thought you and me and your papa would be together forever. Was I born in Vodachi? Of course. Have I not told you the story before? Your papa, he he's a very talented man, and he. Even though he left us, he found us again. But uh, your uncle, your papa having shamed us, separated us. And he has never been back since the day you were born. He was of the Crescent Empire, yes? Yes, of Ashur. Ashurite. Yes, I, I, I knew that much, but I guess I never thought of him. I have become melodramatic in my solitude, I suppose. No, no, not at all. It is, they are good memories. It is good to think on them. So tell me, Matteo, are you, are you, what are you doing? Are you still studying? Are you, are you adventuring? Do you have a good life? I love, do you have a family? You're too young for a family. Well, you're not too young for a family. <laughs> <laughs> I, I let her uh, go on imagining for as, as, as long as she likes. And then I'm like, yes, yes, no, no, yes, no, yes, yes, Yes and no, no and yes. Uh, I, I yes, I am adventuring and uh, still studying and learning. I am working on a thesis at the moment for the university. I, I have been tenured recently. They uh, welcome me. I have been working with the Explorer Society, exploring. <gasps> I have been working with the Explorer Society, exploring ancient ruins, and this is part of why Uncle is upset with me. Because you are working with our our family enemy. A servant of two masters of sorts, and I have... You should be careful, Matteo. I can only protect you so much, and you have not told me anything. Write me letters, my son. Yes. Yes, I will remember to write you letters. But there is also something I need from you. Anything. Do you need a place to stay while you're in Vodachi? I'm afraid I cannot stay long as I've been sort of banished. What? No. Vincenzo has gone too far. I am going down to talk to him no, right now. No, no, please do not. No, he, he is perfectly right. I, I, have, I have brought him uh, shame and dishonor, and, uh, and I must make it right. I, I need to find him an artifact worthy of uh, my own honor, and I must do it out of my own pocket, which is a bit shallow at the moment. Uh, her face looks pretty crestfallen. Just disappointing literally everyone in my family. <laughs> this is fine. What is this bill you are paying for? An expedition on my uh, companion's smuggling ship. 
And what is your estimate of the cost? Well, I say pulling out of spectacles and <laughs> a ledger. According to my calculations, uh, the approximate amount of wealth. I see. Well, uh, it will take me a few days to arrange, but uh, I will send it on to your next destination, I suppose, since you are not staying. Yes, uh, and I am sorry about that. I, uh, the truth hurts. Be safe, my son. I love you. I love you too, Mama. Thank you. And I will write, and I owe you? No, of course not. I do have something for you, though. Uh, stay there. And she walks away uh, in a little bit of a rush, and she comes back with a red wood box, um, like a like a like a cherry sort of like reddish. The wood itself has like a red tinge to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the only thing left I have of your papa's. Oh, it was left to you when you became a man, I suppose. Asking your mother for money is uh, is as good a time as any. <laughs> <laughs> to me, but. Are you sure? You remember him so fondly. I have plenty of memories. I do not need that. Okay, I, I, I reach out and I take the box. Thank you, Mama. Visit me when you can. And, uh, and I hug her and I, I kiss her and I thank her profusely. Mm-hmm. She cries when you leave. Nobody sees me cry. <laughs> so it didn't happen. <laughs> so uh, you leave your mother's. Um, eventually, uh, Bastian and Gutbrand, you uh, eventually arrive at the Jenny's Hall. What time is it? No, I think it didn't take us more than two hours. Great. You walk the streets for two hours? Uh, every once in a while, I mutter to myself, but that should have worked. That should have been right. This should have... And that, that's about maybe every 20 minutes. Uh, and then we arrive at the Jenny's Hall. Yeah. I will arrange for us to have a room together, and uh, uh, you'll take the key. Can, I, can, I you, can you get one of the beds where there's one on the bottom and one on the top? <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at the Jenny. Um, we are not exactly carpenters, but uh, for you, anything? We'll try I nod. It may take a minute. <laughs> okay, thank you. I wait for a little bit until they come back and tell us that they... You see ha- workmen come through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is require a hero point for a major favor. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and uh, shortly after, uh, you you arrive in a room with one bed on the bottom and one bed on the top. <laughs> and uh, I shut the door, and uh, uh, I say, good brand, look at me. Mm-hmm. With every challenge, there are going to be setbacks. There will be mistakes. The key is to learning from your mistakes. You attempted to use Zirvala magic, yes? Indeed, it backfired? Yes. I understand your reservation as a Vala to use your magic as sparingly as possible because the, the power should not be used inappropriately. But is it not irresponsible to use the magic before you test it? There's no way to do it. There is. There's two of us here. Use the magic on me. If I am able to tell a lie, then we know it will work. Yes, but what if something horrible happens? I trust you. <sighs> okay, we can try it. And I wait for him to, uh, to do whatever adjustments he needs to do. And sure. then I will let him try to cast his Vala magic on me. Uh, he works for a little while. 
As uh, Kirill, you are rejoined by a definitely never has cried before, <laughs> Mateo. How did it go? The, my Do eyes. you have my money? <laughs> it will take a few days to arrange. However, I do have a good idea. The appraiser who works with my uncle. Maybe we can stop by him uh, in private and find out about those those uh, metal weights. Uh, this is a good plan. And your eyes are red. I, just, uh, <laughs> I don't. I did not know. You, no. <laughs> Would you like a hug? I wouldn't stop you. We go into alley. We hug a little. <laughs> Kilo, why is it so hard? I don't know. <laughs> you are the smart one. <laughs> so, uh, good friend, you think you've got it? That more or less. There was the, a stroke or two that I uh, misplaced. Uh, and as you are just working it out and you think you've got it, you're about to test it on Bastian. And that's where we'll end this session. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by John Wick Presents. 7C is a trademark of John Wick Presents. For more information, go to www.johnwickpresents.com.